Aloha, this is Tina. Welcome to my very first podcast. Oh my, so much to say. So much to say. Um, I am born and raised on the island of Oahu, and I am. I love to talk. I. Going. Growing up, I was that student from first grade to sixth grade that the teacher on the first day of school would always move my desk, move my desk to the corner of the room near her desk, away from the students. And every year at the start of school, I would tell myself, Tina, please, this year, don't talk out of turn. Listen. Keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Every year, I'd walk into that classroom with my school supplies, new clothes, happy, happy to see friends. We sit down, and there I go. The teacher's talking, and of course, I have to interrupt. I have to start talking. I don't even remember what it was about. It might be anything. Anything from, oh, look. Look at the sky. What is that? Could be anything. I really don't remember that part. It's been a lot of years since I've been in elementary school, but I do know it was ongoing enough to have my desk embarrassedly always on the side of the classroom. I I, I even had a, a neighbor. There was some of my classmates um, that would also join me in the corner with the classroom, in the classroom next to the teacher. But it's mainly me, mainly me. And (laughs) uh, every year it was, it was, it was, now that I think back, it was hard. It was hard being singled out back then to have, from having a voice. Um, But I do know as an adult right now, I never, I'm never, I was never bothered by it. I'm never bothered by it. I'm actually proud of what I did. I'm proud that I spoke up. Yes, was known as the, the rotten kid that always spoke out of turn, never could shut me up. I never said anything, um, like naughty, like naughty words or anything. I just spoke out of turn. I spoke my opinion. I, it was, yeah. Um, so, like I said, every year I would think, please, Tina, don't talk. Please, Tina, don't talk. You got to fit in. You got to fit in. And, of course, every year that never happened. I could not help myself from speaking my opinion, speaking how I felt. So that was up to sixth grade. And getting back to that, around third grade, my mother actually started working at the school my mother has always been very close to the school because she went there as a child. Um, so, of course, my mom was very aware of, and might have been quite embarrassed because <laughs> she herself was very quiet, obedient, 
<laughs> but she started working there too. And I don't know what it's like if you ever had your mom working at your elementary school with you. <laughs> I mean, it does change. The, I mean, my mom was wonderful. I mean, all the kids loved her. She's a sweet. She was a. She used to work in the lunchroom, and you know, she was like an aide helping out. But if you ever had your mom working for you, I mean, working for the school that you went to as elementary, she knew everything. I mean, I can recall a time when, you know, when you eat lunch in the cl- in the lunchroom and with your friends, and you're over there eating your lunch, drinking your milk. And then you see on your plate that big slopping swamp thing kind of spinach. Oh, God. Do you remember that? It looked like the swamp thing's, like, piece of his body. It's, it's a lump of... What is that thing that... that okay, I want to be really gross. What is that thing that cows... You know, cows have, like, what, seven stomachs? Cows, um... You know, I I swear I saw this somewhere, correct me if I'm wrong, but where you can actually go into their stomachs without hurting them. They have this device where you can go in and um, I gotta look this up later, but you can see their digested grass and and everything with their bile, that green. I I gotta find it for you guys. And it looked like that, like grass boiled in bile. God, I'm, I'm very grateful that I had food growing up in my lunchroom. But gosh, that that Swamp Thing spinach used to get me so bad. The smell, the saltiness, the green water that sipped, seeped into your other food. You remember? Oh, God. Okay, so getting back to why I brought that up. Um, so, you know, I'm eating my food. I'm finishing it up. And, you know, as soon as you finish your food, you, we used to be able to go play in the recess right after so i'm over there eating my food i'm skipping everything i'm getting ready to get up and of course i'm gonna toss that swamp thing spinach right into the trash and run out to the playground nope my mom stopped me in my track where did she come from i didn't know she was the lunch aide that day it was so embarrassing she stopped me and she made me eat that she made me eat that she's you eat that i'm like and everybody's watching me and i what can I do? <laughs> Everybody's running away. I'm the only one on that table. Pretty soon I was the only one in the cafeteria trying to finish this as a... How old are you in third grade? It's five, six, eight, eight years old. <laughs> eight. That was every year. Okay, I learned my lesson. I would just swallow that stuff without even tasting it after a while because I wanted to play. I wanted to run outside and play with my friends. Um... Or play by myself, which I usually did. I played with trees and stuff. But I remember that. And it was horrible. And then, of course, my sister started coming to the school. She's three years younger than me. And guess what? Her too. (laughs) My brother is much younger than me. We didn't go to elementary school at the same time. Or any school at the same time. But I'm sure he had that as well. Um, But yeah, that's... You know, starting from my childhood there. I'm going to give you some comedy with that. But, yeah, that was 
quite interesting. I mean, when your mom works at the school with you, you know, you are pretty popular. All the students, I mean, all the students know that. Um, teachers know that. So, of course, they want to offer information about how you're doing to your mom. Um, but, like I said, my mom was well-loved by the my my um, classmates because she was very sweet to the to the kids so they lo- they loved her and and you're right yeah she's still there till this day taking care of you know all their kids so that's awesome um but that <laughs> i just wanted to bring up my reason of gif of gab i'm not sure where it came from i know that i started i love to talk to anything i love to talk to objects trees um, my invisible friends talking a lot. So I figured, hey, there's not enough people in the world to talk to. Let's talk in person. Let's talk. Let's start a podcast. So I really appreciate and grateful that you are listening to this. And I wanted to give you a little introduction to me. Um, again, born and raised in the island of Oahu. I am currently a um, part-time concierge. Or a major resort. Um, it's crazy on how I got started. I mean, so my first job, and we'll we'll, we'll continue this in different podcasts about. I mean, I swear when God made me, he's he threw in, or he spilled the bottle of comedy and gift of gab a lot into my soul. I mean, I see humor everywhere. I strive to make people laugh, and usually. When I do so, it's on, it's on me. Like I'm making fun of myself, which is totally fine. I don't really care as long as you're laughing. That's all I care about. So, my first job, <laughs> I used to work at McDonald's. McDonald's. I love McDonald's. Oh my gosh, they. I was that was a podcast starting out. I was in a podcast. I had that. That headset going. Uh, I would find creative ways when the managers weren't uh, working to greet you at that. Um, was that the drive-through speaker? So I know you hear. How can I help you? It's very monotone and lacks enthusiasm. Come on, McDonald's. Come on. Um, the food is supposed to make you happy. Come on. <laughs> I mean. So I would say, for example, um, hi, welcome to McDonald's, home of the Big Mac. How can I take your order? And I would pick sandwiches. I would pick sandwiches from there. Um, I would make my voice extra squeaky and so high or very low like how I am right now. And it would just, the what is it called? I'm, I'm still learning everything as I'm going. Um, the squeaky static after would be so horrifying on everyone. <laughs> and remember, when I'm speaking to that speaker, it can be heard all in the grill area, in the front, maybe the customer. So everybody be cracking up, cracking up. And um, the McDonald's that I worked at, one was a corporation. Other ones, I yeah, I've worked at a lot, were um, franchise. So the one of the corporation, I, we always... We're told, you know, when you're finished with, when the guests finish with their order, you don't say, okay, is that it? It was always, um, will there be anything else? Or 
Can I help you with anything else? So I loved how polite that was. I, I, I used that and I started, oh, I didn't tell you, I started working for McDonald's when I was 15. That was my first job. 15 years old. So excited. It was in the city of Kaneohe in the island of Oahu. Uh, it was a corporation, McDonald's. Oh, so much fun. Every day was me talking, making people happy. Hey, and making people angry. <laughs> Oh, I know I screwed up your order. I know I did. I'm so sorry. But you know what? Don't order a cheeseburger plain. I'm sorry. That's like, where's... You gotta have ketchup. You gotta have onions. That's how it's made. Stop messing with the order. Jeez. Oh, the kind of orders we used to get. Oh, I could just... And I'm 15 years old and I didn't even... Some things I didn't even know were at McDonald's. Can, can, you, can you relate to me? Like, growing up at McDonald's, we always had... The only option was hamburger, Happy Meals. I know there was other ones. I never knew anything else existed at McDonald's growing up. We never had the option of looking at the menu. It's like we're going through drive through blindfolded. My mom and dad would order. <laughs> Wait, what? There's chicken nuggets. What? 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 There's, there's ice cream. You <laughs> know? But later on, later on, we had ice cream. I remember we used to get those little kid cones. I'm not sure if you remember, but <laughs> but the things that people would order. God, um, let's see. Okay, um, uh, cheeseburger. Add um, Big Mac sauce with tomatoes, or I mean, like. They would just mix these sandwiches together. Do you remember the Arch Burger? I remember. I, I, I worked for McDonald's from when I was 15 up till I was... Okay, when did I start? Uh, 2001. So that's like 21. I was, I was yeah. I, I worked quite some time. And I remember the Arch Burger, all these different burgers come out. But they would ask for the sauce from that burger to be put into this burger. I'm talking, it's like a full-on change of DNA on all these burgers. I mean, the amazing requests would come through. And the best ones are when they would order like 50 of everything. I mean, that mm, our grill team was jamming back there. It was it was fun. I had a I had a great time. I learned a lot of life skills working for McDonald's and everything from, you know, cash handling, customer service, food, um food storage. <laughs> I mean, damn, food storage. I mean, they. I remember going through, like, we would cook a whole bunch and keep it in storage, you know, with the heat things. And then now you went to the next phase of make it when you order it, you know. And, wow, that's, that was a lot. Um, well, back then, I, um, we would, you know, make, our, make the drinks and put the ice inside and cover the cover. And our, everything is on your own. But did you see now when you go through McDonald's drive-thru that they have a machine that actually makes the drinks for you. You don't touch anything. I mean, I think you all you do is put the lid on. Like, damn. I remember all those times scooping ice. I mean, everything's automated now. Like a robotic system. I mean, imagine we had that back then. But, um, okay, so getting back to that. Um, I worked several McDonald's. So the one in Kaneohe, I... Actually, my first job, I actually was a birthday party host. That was fun. I would develop my own 
birthday party games. I mean, I would incorporate the play center. I mean, parents loved me. I mean, I loved hosting these parties. I mean, I was in charge of hosting events when um, just local celebrities would come by. Like, you know, like local, not like just uh, local celebrities, like newscasters or whatever would come by. But I remember so much um, of that. But yeah, I would host all the parties and... Oh gosh, I love the tips. That was really nice. Back then being 15 and going through rough times, tips were, gosh, I mean, back then $20, dang. I mean, it was amazing. I'm very grateful for everyone who, all the parents and everyone that, the parties that I hosted helped out. But, you know, I did make the kids smile, make them feel special. And the parents had a good time as well. But they don't do birthday parties at McDonald's anymore. Man, that was... That's fun. So many McDonald's that have any, um, they don't have any playgrounds hardly anymore, too. Probably safety issues. Most McDonald's are in franchise now. But yeah, again, I love McDonald's. I mean, um, grateful for the first job. Really enhanced my speaking and my gift of gab even more. And then I worked at many McDonald's. I even became a shift manager at one point, and I loved it. I'm gonna say McDonald's was was a great job, you know, for scheduling and everything. So everybody says you want a your first job, and they're trying to work at like a clothing store or something. I'm like, get a job at McDonald's. I mean, God, their programs are amazing. Okay, sounds like I'm plugging McDonald's, but I'm not. <laughs> This is my first podcast. I don't have anything like that yet. Okay, so, okay, now I actually applied for Safeway after the local Safeway. I mean, I think they're under other names like Vaughn's, Dominic, Tom Thumbs, where there's a local Safeway nearby uh, from a family member. I, I started there and I was a courtesy clerk. And, you know, you bag groceries, you take them to the car, clean up spills, bring the carts in. Yeah, a lot of fun. I would I would greet everyone, look in their eye. I mean, I was that courtesy clerk. I was the one that wanted to talk to everyone. And I made a game out of bagging. <laughs> I would, oh my God, I was a fast bagger, man. Yeah, I, I forgot that TV show, Supermarket Rush, Supermarket Sweeps. Yeah, Supermarket Sweep, when you know you rush everything through. That's how I was a bagger. I was a good bagger. I still am a good bagger. So I was like, sometimes I'm at Safeway right now and I will like push that bagger away. But like, Shh, I got this. I got this. You got this all wrong. I can bag this in 10 seconds flat. You know, I'm grabbing like three cans, a hand. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then from there, I actually worked in a deli. I love the deli. Don't knock those Safeway deli sandwiches, man. Awesome. Well, again, crazy me would develop sandwiches and call them the teeners. <laughs> my old boss, oh my gosh, should be laughing right now. But I would make my own sandwiches and customers would ask for them. I mean, you're going to ask what's in there. I mean, I remember I would use uh, the rustic Italian bread and I would use mafalata olives I think I even used okay I got it. I'm not sure but I think I used the garlic spread it would be pepper pepper turkey 
slice thin. And uh, I don't think I used cheese, but if I did, it was baby Swiss and pepperoncini, shredded onions. I'm sorry, red onions, shredded lettuce, um, and maybe a tomato. But the muffalata olives were that olive mixture with the olive that is what made it, and the pepperoncinis. And there's a way to use a way you're supposed to stack and make the sandwich so that it, when you bite it, the flavors are amazing. Did you know there's classes for that? There are classes on how to stack a sandwich. I mean, you don't you don't just throw everything together. There's a way to do it because you can make a sandwich and you bite into it, everything's gonna fly right out. That's one reason, but also the flavor. So we have classes, man. Man, I still do that to this day. I make a mean sandwich, a mean deli sandwich. Well, now from there, I would um, not always. Um, Safeway was a great place to learn customer service and getting to know the customer and treating them like a human. You know what I mean? That that's how you 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 look at it. It's just training to take care of people. So I had a customer come by and was asking questions and I can tell you the questions I used to get and the requests but we'll get to that later um, about a certain deli item deli meat it, well, how much sodium was in it and I went and I found one for them and made sure it was the right sodium. It took me a little while, like I say 10 minutes. I was going through all the paperwork to make sure I was checking the ingredient list. But this customer so impressed with my attention to detail and customer service and just, you know, I could easily say, ah, we don't have that. I'm sure you came across that before. I'm sure you came across a, you going up to a um, customer service person in a store and you ask for something specific and I, sadly it happens and I, I feel really bad um, they just say oh I'm sorry we don't have that they don't even bother to look but I did and I found it and they're very impressed and they actually offered me a job working as a, a concierge activities person for a major resort nearby so I was like what I mean it starts this the ladder the ladder is just rising and rising to me getting out to more people for me to be talking to people enhancing people I mean it's like give me a microphone and jump me on stage hey we'll get to that more because I have done that in the job that I'm at so from there from there I actually um um I mean being born and raised here I will say I'm not going to speak for everyone but I don't didn't know a lot about what Hawaii can offer or Oahu can offer for activities and things to do but we're going to talk about that definitely in another one because my job um, and planning people's stays and all that fun stuff that's going to be another segment because that's a lot of stuff that is going to be it's going to wow you it's going to make you laugh and um, also educate you so that's also what I want you to to get out of this podcast as well so I got the job there and it was multitasking heaven. Oh my gosh, I could talk on the phone, talk in person, walk around. I mean, I loved it. So that is the, the beginning of my gift of gab journey. And I am now enhancing it more with this podcast. So I plan on doing a lot more and talking a lot more but i wanted to give you a a um, introduction to me um 
I mean, I, I, I love it. I love to talk. I love to talk to anybody. It could be a stranger. So, for example, I'm very Niele. Niele in Hawaiian is curious or nosy. <laughs> it's more. It means more nosy than anything. But I'll be if I'm in a crowd and I'm listening. I can. I'll listen to people's conversations. I'm not trying to be nosy, but it's like I. I feel like I want to talk to everyone. That's why. And sometimes I will cross that border and I will jump in and, ex- and excuse myself and, and add or or compliment someone. Hey, I mean, th- that's the way. Did you see the flick? The way life is now, the way the world is now, everybody's just walking straight, looking down, hey, looking on their phones. I mean, if, I mean, nobody like talks to anyone anymore. Do you see that? I mean, I find that I get my talking to my other humans more so at work, but nobody does it in person anymore. Do you even notice that? It's just, it's sad. It's sad. So I, I hope this podcast uh, launching will help all of us with that, not just me. But we got to start, start talking in person. Talk to each other. Connecting, right? Connecting. And, but yeah, I always want to talk to people so much that my husband's like, oh, can we can you not be a concierge today? Or can you not be a... It not be you today. <laughs> I know that sounds mean. It's I, but it's not. It's not mean. It's not mean because the real me is just oh god. Talk about like waking up every morning and kind of like okay, Tina. See, it's like the same thing when I was a kid. You know, okay, Tina, don't don't talk that today. Have you noticed I skipped intermediate school and high school? I did that for a reason. It was much more awkward. <laughs> <laughs> intermediate um i actually went to a quiet phase in intermediate i was very quiet obviously you know growing growing up and hormones and everything um <laughs> i i was the seventh and eighth grade here in hawaii is in a different school you go to a different school so i went to three different schools so elementary or what they call grammar school um one school and then intermediate seventh and eighth grade in one school so that was my quiet I was very quiet um, around that time. So I can't, nothing to report. <laughs> a lot of heartbreak, a lot of crushes. But but um, that was my quiet years. Okay. So I'm going to skip that. Um, now, high school. High school, I started to start becoming me more. I mean, I'm sure if any of my classmates here listen to this, can attest to what I'm gonna say, but I would just, oh my, I, I can remember, I was, I was, God, that was so weird. I mean, I would just talk to everyone, make everyone laugh. I would do impersonations. My favorite was my idol, Jim Carrey. I would, I would um maybe I'll do uh, start a YouTube channel and do the do something like this but I I would pull my jacket up and zip my head and open my zipper of my jacket on my face and I would act out that scene you remember in Ace Ventura when nature calls when he's in the rhino and he gives birth to himself <laughs> I would act that out 
<laughs> oh my god i cannot believe it but it was like i think back like that's me i'm so proud of myself and everybody was circling me and they would crack up i mean oh my god i cannot even but i would do a lot of goofy things i would do different accents and just don't ask me to do that now we'll do that later i would just strive to make my classmates and friends laugh and always the one talking actually i hope my classmates can chime in but there was a time when we had a trial um radio station that would play at school for a bit and I was my name was busy T I was like oh god <laughs> busy T like the oh my son just came in he's talking about spider-man okay go play with spider-man <laughs> okay spider-man's really big in this house we shall get back to that um so I would yeah there was a radio station it didn't last last that long it was just a rickety radio session in the office and me and a friend I'm trying to remember who it was Um, well I was busy tea and we would talk about things and it was just for a little bit and that was fun I mean all these all these places were stepping me to where I want to be and I do want to do this so yep so I my podcast would be about my part-time concierge um and not giving away names or anything but i will be talking about um the kind of requests i get um questions i get to this day about hawaii and i'm not gonna i'm not trying to do a history lesson but if you have questions you can ask me but i'm not here to teach anything um about the Hawaiian culture. I am of Hawaiian descent, but I I don't want to, I'm not here to, um, you know, teach or anything, but I just want to tell you my experiences and want to make you smile and, and make you laugh without, by being discreet, of course. <laughs> and, you know, growing up here in the beautiful island of Oahu, I'm born and raised here and um, just my life. I mean, I... I I now at my age, I'm 38 years old. I'm I knew I was here. I was put here to talk. I was put here for you to for uh, to, for people to listen to. I, I was and you know I I another thing about me is I I speak to the universe. I the universe has my back. I mean, that's from Gabby Bernstein. Please look her up. She is awesome. The universe does have your back and Gabby Bernstein is author and a motivational speaker. Please check out her stuff. She's amazing. Um, I speak to the universe, and this universe speaks to me. And all these missions, all these, sorry, all these steps I've taken in life has brought me here. And I feel so comfortable with what I'm doing right now. You know that you're doing your life's purpose when you're doing it, and it feels so good. And that is me right now. And I am not the best speaker. I mean, you mean say I have a good voice or I don't have a good voice. I mean, whatever. I'm not a good speaker. Like, I actually stutter. Um, <laughs> oh, my. Do I stutter? I stutter like, um, yeah. Um, he thrusts his fist against the post 
still insists he sees the ghost. That's actually hard for me to say. Like, I'm, if you don't see me right now, I'm kind of struggling. Um, that's Stephen King. It. So read that book if you haven't. Um, but I, I do stutter. But I'm very comfortable when I'm talking about stuff that I love. Like right now, I'm talking and I'm letting go. So. That's when you know. That's your sign from your body that you're you're on the right the right path. So just wanted to give you a heads up. But I I will talk about the universe the universal um, signs. I am a big believer of the law of attraction. Oh my gosh! And manifesting the things. I'm a big fan of um, Abraham Hicks. I mean, I am a law of attraction fanatic. And my base is spirituality. I love all things spiritual, and that has been since I was a child. So I just want to let you know that. But I have so much stuff to talk about. I mean, I'm talking everything from um, manifesting to things of Hawaii, as what a concierge does, and um, from me about me my story is amazing i mean it's funny it's sad it's true i mean there's so much about my story that i want to share with you that i hope to inspire others i hope to make you laugh i hope to make you cry <laughs> in a good way <laughs> and i hope to make you grow i mean i just just for my that's what i want to do and i this is my again i'm sitting here in my in my beautiful in my home <laughs> the wind is blowing there's blue skies um looking out the window and there's blue skies i mean the date is um the 16th of september um 2018 you know we just went past some hurricane we dodged a lot of bullets um in a hurricane um but my sadly my sister islands um we dodged the the, the categories but my sister islands got lots of flooding god bless them um so sending love to them and uh, i love our community our community here we're all helping each other out so but the yeah getting back to the weather it's sea breeze the breezes are beautiful blue skies we have puffy beautiful white clouds i mean these clouds are so magical i mean you look up them you're going to start seeing dogs and unicorns it's amazing um i'm just sitting in my room and i'm doing this on my phone and start you gotta start somewhere that's what we're doing we're starting somewhere and i i'm very grateful i'm very grateful so i am Thanks for still hanging on there. <laughs> I'm married and I have two kids, um, two beautiful kids. Um, my son is 10 and he is on the autism, autistic spectrum. Um, he is amazing. I can't wait to introduce you to him. I mean, his skills are phenomenal. I'm talking, uh, this kid can look at something, draw it, make it. I mean, he's on that, he's on that artistic side. I mean, that's I see his 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 um his strengths are there artistic building problem solving it's amazing my daughter is gonna be five actually tomorrow <laughs> um, and she is showing a love of animals and 
all animals, farm animals, all animals, and taking care of them. So I think I see a future veterinarian in the house, and I will support that. Um, but yeah, I, I want to just jump on and do an introduction uh, about me and where my gift of gab came from. And, and I do a lot of that now, so I hope I don't scare anybody away. I love to use my inflections and my voice. I love to talk like this, so I hope I don't scare anybody away, and um, I hope to make you smile. That's that's my, again, keep on saying that because I, that's what I want. Um, but right now, like I said, the island is beautiful. It's nice and cool. Um, one thing about my island, traffic. Every day at work, I know I'm supposed to save this for another segment, but I, I wanted to just jump on. I kind of wanted to keep this right at 45 minutes I'm, I'm almost I'm almost there but <laughs> every single day at work every time I, I talk to someone it's always okay now what time is your flight landing and they're like oh this time and I'm like okay so it's gonna take you about maybe an hour an hour hour and a half to get there so they're actually on the other line at home and like the mainland another state you know maybe six hours away and they're looking at the map right or they're they're on Google or whatever, and they're actually trying to measure the distance, right? The distance, <laughs> the distance from the airport to my resort, and it's like I'm trying to tell them it's going to be a long time with traffic at the time you're landing. They're like, "What do you mean? It's only so and so miles." I ride, I drive this every day where I'm at, and it takes me 15 minutes. And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, okay, wait, 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 wait. slow down." my awesome visitor that's gonna visit our beautiful island we don't go by miles <laughs> they're like what do you mean you don't go by miles like you don't we don't go by miles we go by what day is it and what time of day do you want to leave and what this area of the island are you heading to <laughs> oh and then you know you get the ones that heed your your information and they are just taking the right precautions and they're so grateful and you get the ones that oh god they they don't listen for nothing they're like you know what where i'm at blah 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 and i'm like okay i'll see you in two hours <laughs> it's true unless they got a hover car i mean you ain't gonna get over our traffic okay i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's it's like every single week there's something and I'm like no please listen to me I'm like I'm, I'm actually done with the pleading <laughs> I, I sometimes I secretly just want you to get stuck in traffic I'm so you know you listen to me oh god I should have said that but you know what I try my best okay I do but it, it's up to you to listen to me or to believe me right right so I do my best okay so Again, my channel, I hope you love it. Please tune in and um, you get to learn more about Tea is for Tina. And that is me. And I'm, I'm sending out love to all of you. And I wanted to say a big mahalo. Mahalo in Hawaiian means thank you. A big mahalo to everyone. Um tuning in and listening to my my channel and i hope you loved it i hope it wasn't too shaky sounding on my phone um yeah so you guys have a great 
day comment let me know message me if you have any questions Uh, again this is tina t for tina and i am out you guys have a great day aloha